So hello and welcome to D&D 101. I am your host and beautiful effervescent dungeon master, Blue. And uh, joining me is uh, Noah. Hi. And Sock. Hi. And Fuliao. Hello. And Laz. Greetings. My lovely, beautiful children. I love all of you. Okay, so um, we're going to, before I introduce our campaign and what's going on and the things that are going to happen to you today, um, I want to just preface by saying we can only play oh. for about an hour just because uh, Noah's got to run to another campaign because he's a very busy boy. <laughs> um, so I have already picked out a starting point. I think it'll only take us about an hour to get there, so I'm not worried at all. Um so before we get started, I want you guys to go ahead and um, introduce your characters to each other again, just so we kind of have, uh, because I know we've been chatting the last couple of days, but just a, a refresher would be nice. So like uh, name, race, class, um, preferred pronouns for your character, and then um, I guess like anything else you feel like you need to share, height, special interests deepest fears whatever you feel like is interesting and you want to share go for it um so we'll start from the bottom so laz you can go ahead and go first okay so uh there is carnelian Mosthaven, and she is a halfling druid and um she likes spiders very nice true to life <laughs> Okay. Very um, true. Uh, Fu? <laughs> okay, um, I'm playing Bruma Creekstone, the other halfling druid, who also likes spiders. And her, <laughs> she goes by she and her. Perfect. <laughs> um, Sock? Okay, mine is named Tila Thayervin. Uh She's a tiefling, goes by she, her, and she vapes. Good. Giant cleric. She's so tall. I love it. Giant vaping teeth. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Noah. Um, my character's name Aja Arduina. They are a ranger half orc, and they go by they and them. Six foot three, and they like jewelry. Beautiful. What's their stance on drugs? <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> what about the only one? Now here's an important question. What is their stance on dog suffrage? Or roughrage? They, <laughs> they believe dogs should vote. Good. Then we can be friends. Alright, so let's go ahead and get started. Alright, so this uh we're starting out, um, you guys have never met, um, which is interesting. Um, so you are all traveling from different places, um, or I guess, I guess, um, we had already kind of decided that, uh, Carnelian and Burma were friends, right? Um, I don't, I don't think we ever actually said that. We've just been 
goofing about it. Talking a lot about what they're going to be like once they're friends. Yeah, no. sure. Okay, so we'll just go ahead and say that you guys have never met. Uh, all the four of you have never met. Um, and you're all traveling from different places. You all know wherever you're coming from. Just kind of have like an idea in your head of um, where you've just been. And uh, as we say in the theater, your moment before. Um, so some background. Uh, you're traveling to this town of Glavost. Um, and Glavost is well known for it is its yearly pixie parade. Uh, and so it is the time of the year for the pixie parade. Um, so as you arrive in the town, there are brilliantly colored ban banners hanging from every house and every building. Um, there are children and adults alike who dress up in masks and bright colors and fairy wings. Um, and it, this is a big, huge, like, worldwide known parade and party and celebration. Um, it is just full of storytelling and feasting and music and dancing and just uh, celebrating and um, that sort of thing. So the, um, the reason for this festival is that there used to be uh, this terrible evil many many years ago uh like we're talking hundreds of years ago and the the humans the mortals and other creatures of this realm made a pact with the fey people um that they would if the fey people protected them they would the mortals would offer up um a big festival and party for them every year so now they now it's gotten to the point where the the mortal realm has forgotten about the agreement uh, that they made with the Fae, but the party still happens. And uh, we have progressed so much in time that um, while people still tell stories of fairies, it's kind of like Santa Claus, you know, kids believe and then you grow up and adults don't believe anymore. Um, so, but that doesn't mean they're not real because anything can happen. <laughs> um, so basically the whole town celebrates this weekend there's no school, there's no work um, and as you arrive uh, there is only they're only just beginning to set up uh, the party is not quite underway yet so there's plenty of things to do around the town um, plenty of people still need help hanging banners and uh, whatnot. Um, so I have set for you a scene. Um, there is a town, and it is the town of Glavost. Uh, and basically, you just tell me what you want to do. If you have an idea, something you want to do. If you want me to give you some ideas, I totally can. This is a chance for you to, in, in your character, uh, explore the space and get to know the rest of your party and also get to know some people in the town and um, maybe do some things for some, some points and some money and whatnot before... Uh, we really get going. Um, if nobody else has any ideas, my nervous brain has been scrambling for what to do. So I think I do have kind of a starting point. Sure. If you want to tell me what you want to do, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. I think upon arriving, like there would be kind of a moment of like, oh shit, I'm early. Um, what do I do? And I think Bruma would just kind of try to make herself useful. Just like see someone and be like, hey, you need, you need any help? And, you know, like using that, um, using that opportunity to also try to figure out, like, learn more about what's going on. Because I think for her, 
this would be kind of something she's heard about but doesn't have really clear details on there's probably like a point where she like kind of realized that like oh the fairies may not be real and she's like oh well that sucks (laughs) yeah so she's like you know just like trying to get some more she's very curious about all of this and like also wanting to just help out until there's actual things to do because she's not good at just like sitting around sure um so bruma you enter the village on the north side um which brings you into this kind of uh town square and um when you uh enter the town square you're greeted by this um large uh jovial blonde-haired middle-aged human man uh with laugh lines around his eyes and uh Aww. he you know he's just he he seems uh a little he, he's just he's just a very happy joyous person uh, he's approachable. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and he actually approaches you. Uh, okay. And he greets you and uh, he says, uh, Hello and welcome to Glavost. You're, you're new here, aren't you? I don't believe that I recognize you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, hi, I'm, I'm Bruma. Bruma, what a pleasure to meet you. My name is Mayor Owen Burson. As, as my name implies, I am the mayor of this town. Uh, it is oh. so wonderful to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us for the festival. Oh, well, well, thank you. Wait, May- Mayor's your name? <laughs> no, no. I. Oh. It's my title, but... <laughs> oh, sorry. I I got confused there for a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm new. Do you guys need... Do you guys need any help with anything? Oh, you know... Uh, actually, there... I Yes, um, I know that my wife, Zelda... She always needs help with something. There's, uh, she's she's a carpenter. My my lovely wife. She's very good at her job, and um, part of our tradition here. I don't I don't know how much you know about the festival, but uh, part of our tradition is uh, we we make gifts for both the children and for the fairies. Uh, and so my wife is busy carving toys in in her in her workshop. Yeah, I mean, if if she needs any help, I'd I'd be glad to help out however I can. Sure, absolutely. I'm I'm sure she would love to have your your assistance. Um, okay. Fu, do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Um, make me a history check. Okay, is that D twenty? Just double checking. Yep. So you roll a D twenty, and then you add your history modifier. Okay, history modifier. Wait. Fuck. What? Oh, it's so it's, it's whichever one is next to it. Okay, hold on. Intelligence. Okay, so that's a two. Um, fourteen do you, do plus. Do you have a proficiency in history though? No. Okay, so yeah, just plus two. Yeah. So fourteen plus two. Great. Sixteen is very good. Um. Okay. <laughs> so with a sixteen, uh, you know that, um, you actually have heard of this town, uh, and you've heard of the mayor before, um because um the mayor uh, his son's name is edwin um and several years ago uh his son disappeared oh okay um and no one really knows why uh they just know that um he disappeared and that it kind of left him and his wife very shaken because edwin was their only child um, mm-hmm. And they loved him more than anything. And uh, so the fact that he 
is gone and has not ever been able to be found. It's been several years now. Okay. Um, so I don't know how, I think with a, with a 16, that's about as much as you know. There's there's some more uh, gossip there, but uh, yeah. you're, you're also not from this town, so. Um, yeah. So yeah, so you've heard of Glavost and you've heard of the mayor and um, uh, you know that his son is missing. Okay. Um, so anyway, he, uh, yes, he has directed you towards, uh, his wife if you want to go, uh, visit her. All right. I'm headed that direction. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, so while you're doing that, I'm going to switch to somebody else. Yeah, go for it. I think I have one. Okay, sure, Noah. Let's, let's go ahead. All right. Um, I think that she, they, damn, um, from the grasslands to this town because the normal person that they were the gemstones that uh, Aja creates didn't come this year and they didn't want well because they know how important other craftsmanship uh, is to them so they came in a cloak bearing to this town not knowing anything and that's basically Okay. Here. Great. All right. So you uh, enter from the south side of town, across the river, um, out of the woods, and um, the first building you come across is the forge, which might be interesting to you with your um, jeweler's background and your. Uh, it's more a blacksmith's forge, um, but they still work with metal and. Um, craftsmanship and uh, I would imagine that jewelers and blacksmiths tend to work together often because you know the blacksmiths bake the swords but then you like encrust the handle you know mm -hmm. um so uh so yeah you that's the first building you come across and um uh you hear someone working hard inside and uh hammering away at uh something metal okay can I walk in yeah, absolutely you can. Um, as you walk in, she you see this um, very tall, broad-shouldered, half-elf woman. Uh, and she's using uh, this super large hammer with just the most uh, elegant yet, like, strong arm. Like, she's just, you know, she's... She's just beating this thing like it's no big deal, but it's like there's almost joy in what she's doing. It's not like angry beating. It's like she looks so happy, um, and she has no hair. She has her all her hair shaved off um, because otherwise it would tend to burn in the fire. So, <laughs> um, and as you enter, she kind of catches you out of the corner of her eye, and uh, she perks up at seeing you and. She says, uh, oh, hello, welcome to my forge. Uh, hi, um, the person who usually comes and gets the gemstones from the glasslands, uh, they didn't come this time, and I, was, I had to come because I knew how important this was. Do you know where I'm supposed to deliver them? Oh, yes. Um, what, what were they for? What, what are they for exactly? What do you, what are they needed for? fist and pearls that I collected. Uh, the, pe the messenger always needed them just for toys for the children this year. 
I see, I see. Well, you know, I know exactly who they're supposed to go to. Um, I can direct you to uh, the carpenter's workshop, to Zelda. She uh, is in charge of making the toys. I am. I make bits and bobs and pieces for her. Actually, you know what you can do? You can take, and she pulls out a, a bag, and she hands it to you. And she goes, these are a bunch of uh, uh, hinges and, and joints and ball bearings and things that I made for her. If you wouldn't mind delivering these for me, I really need to get back to work. The festival starts in several hours, and I'm, I'm, we're running short on daylight. Oh, it's no problem. I would be fine to bring these to her. Where, what about would she be? Um, she, the carpenter's workshop is on the north side of town, so you're currently on the south side by the river. If you'll head up north past the square, uh, you'll see the carpenter's workshop. It's just on the, uh, on the west side of the inn. Thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. It was a, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't, how rude of me, I didn't catch your name. What, what did you say your name was? I'd be yours. Uh, my name is uh, my name is Bell. It's very nice to meet you. It was not a pleasure meeting you too, Bell. Uh, have a lovely day and enjoy the festival. I'm sure I'll see you around town. Do sure you will. Bye. Bye bye. And now I walk out. All right. Um, great. So you're gonna head to the carpenter's workshop, which conveniently enough is also where Fu is going. <laughs> um, so great. It's Good job, guys. Look at you manufacturing a plot. <laughs> so, Sock and Laz, anybody? I, I have ideas for you if you don't have ideas. Uh, I kind of thought of one while Azure was doing their thing. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Um, so, I'm. what I thought of is that Neela would be looking for him, like, because her whole mission thing is to find lost information or like lost relics from the goddess Selene so or saloon mm -hmm. and so I'm guessing that while she was on her journey she heard about this festival and she thought oh, well a lot of people are gonna go there so from a lot of different lands mm. for the festival so she thought it'd be a great place to gather some information if she could okay that sounds like a great okay. idea all right so um I think you uh you enter town um shortly after shortly after bruma does same also on the north side uh and you also encounter uh the mayor mayor owen uh and he you know greets you and he's very jovial and oh hello welcome to glavost you must be here for the festival uh, yes, I heard that there's going to be many people gathering, and I was hoping to uh, see the festivities and see what I can learn from it. Oh, yes, an educational experience. How lovely. Well, I believe that every day is a chance to learn something new. I'm so glad you chose our town as an opportunity to do so. <laughs> I... Yes, it's been a lovely stay so far. I've only been here for a couple minutes, but it looks, the uh, setup looks nice. Well, good. Well, I hope you stay for more than just a few minutes. <laughs> My name is Mayor Owen Burson. It is a pleasure to meet you. I am the mayor of this town. Um, what is your name, my dear? Uh, my name... <laughs> can't speak. My name is Neela Therabin. Neela, what a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much again for coming to Glavost. Uh, is there anything I can help you find? Any specific direction I can point you in? Uh, I guess for now you can 
if you can, uh, I'd like to know the directions towards the local church. Hmm. Well, we, uh, we don't actually have an official religion here because all of the people here tend to be very diverse in their beliefs. Um, the only thing uniting us all is our love for the, the fairies and the fae people. Um, but we do, on the east side of town, there is a shrine that we have built. Uh, it, is a, it is a memorial uh, that we built uh, s- several hundred years ago in honor of uh, the fairies. All right, then that sounds great. I'll, I'll head over there then. All right. Well, thank you for so much for coming and enjoy the festival. <laughs> thank you. Perfect. And I will All right, great. All right, and Laz. Yeah. Laz, my good boy. Did you have an idea or did you want me to stick you in there? Uh, I have a kind of a rough idea. Like, Carnelian spends an awful lot of time just traveling. So I kind of imagine that she's not aware of what day it is. Hmm. Because she's just been kind of like wandering for, I think, about maybe two weeks uh, at this point. And so she's just been wandering along uh, with nobody really to talk to other than her mechanical spider. So she's kind of wanting to hear human voices when she finally sees... uh, city uh, in front of her. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, I'll have you, you'll also enter from uh, from the north side of town, and uh, the mayor greets you as well, and uh, very happy in his jovial way, and oh, hello there, another new person, how wonderful, it's, I love the festival, we always meet so many new people. Welcome to the town of Glavost, it's so wonderful to have you here. Oh, well, I'm very happy to see you too. It's been a long time since I've seen any faces, and I seem to have come on a good day. Yes, why, yes, you did. This is the first day of our uh, festival for uh, in celebration of the Pixie. It's the Pixie Parade. The We celebrate the Fae people and their promise to protect us and... Uh, it's it's become a yearly celebration that goes on for about a week. So uh, feel free to stay for as long as you like and, and participate in the festivities. We're still getting set up. It hasn't quite started yet. So I'm sure if you uh, wanted to meet some other people, since you said you haven't seen anybody in a while, uh, I'm sure there are some people around town who would love to have your help. Oh, I'm so sorry. How rude of me. I, my name is Owen Burse, and I am the mayor of this town. Hello, Mayor. Uh, What was that last name? Burson? Burson, yes. Hello, Mayor Burson. My name is Carnelian Mosshaven. Carnelian, what a beautiful name. It's nice to meet you. I could certainly see myself helping. Sorry. Likewise. (laughs) Uh, So who would you think really needs the most help? Hmm. Well, um, there's always the chef. uh, Chef Russ, he is a wonderful wonderful man uh but and he kind of like looks around to make sure nobody's listening and he goes um don't tell anybody that i said anything but he's a bit eccentric Uh, his cooking is delicious but the man can't see and won't wear glasses uh yes that may be an issue uh 
Eccentric isn't anything I'm not used to, so absolutely, that sounds like a lovely idea. Yes, I'm sure he'll need lots of help baking some cupcakes or something. It, uh, he tends to confuse salt and sugar, so uh, it might be good for him to have a little bit of assistance. <laughs> uh, if you'll just direct me to his kitchen, happy to try and stop him from confusing the two again. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, he works in the inn. He owns and operates the place, and that's where he, uh, he uh, the pixie place in. It's right, actually, across the way, just right over there. And he points, he points just behind him. And there's, you'll see, you see a big, like, three-story building. It's like the biggest building uh, in the town. His cuisine is the finest, and uh, he has one of the best stocked bars in the region. And and uh, we would, I'm sure, he would love for you to have some help. Excellent, excellent. I do have a knack for uh, being a helper at an inn anyway. It's kind of what I grew up doing. So that's excellent. I'm very happy. Good. All right. Well, enjoy the town, and I will see you tonight, I suppose. Thank you. I look forward to it. All right. And Carney just totally like way longer than is appropriate as she walks backwards away from him. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> All right. Um, so now we're going to go back to um, Fu and also to Noah, actually, because you guys uh, end up showing up at the Carpenter's Workshop at the same time. Already? Um, uh, I And actually, I, I want to say that you guys, like, meet each other outside. So... Um, you kind of are both heading op heading for the door at the same time and you sort of like bump into each other and it's like, oh, no, after you, no, no, after <laughs> you, you know, um, that kind of thing. Um, and as you walk inside, uh, there's a, a, a very handsome human woman um, with dark skin and dark hair um, and her hands are are thick and and strong and covered in calluses um and uh uh you assume that this is um owen's owen's wife um foo uh and uh she is not quite as jovial as her husband is she is uh she has this sort of sense of underlying sadness um in her face and just kind of general it's almost, it could possibly be confused for aloofness. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so. So it probably is being confused for aloofness in this situation. <laughs> probably. Um, <clears throat> so she is, um, you know, she's working uh, and you see her, her doing things. Um, and she actually seems to have a pretty good handle on things. She doesn't really look like she needs help. Um, so you kind of get the idea that maybe, Fu, that he sent you here not to help her, but to kind of make her feel better um, and give her some company because mm -hmm. she's she's kind of sitting in a dark, dusty room all by herself. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, you can imagine that... Um, this time of the year is probably really hard on her, especially since you know about her son being missing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think also with that 16-year-old earlier, um, you would know that Zelda spent months and months and months searching for her son. Like, way after everyone else gave up, she kept searching for him. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very likely that she still believes that he's alive and out there somewhere while everyone else has kind of given up hope. Okay. All right, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> so Bruma is totally, like, walking in and realizing this situation and just thinking to herself, like, I just came here to have a good time. Oh, no. What's <laughs> I'm, I, I came here to have a good time, and I'm honestly feeling so incompetent right now. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> this story goes some places. I just want you to know. It's going to get, it's not super dark because it was written for children, but it does get a little dark. So just prepare yourselves. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, so you, the minute both of you walk in, she, um, you know, she perks up and turns her attention to you because she was not expecting guests or customers. Um, and she, she brushes the sawdust off of her, her um, apron and she, looks at both of you and kind of musters up a smile and uh, she says oh hello welcome uh, it's a pleasure to have you here you must be um you must be here for the festival what can i what can i do to help you uh, uh and i gesture at aja just kind of like a- after you you go ahead uh, <laughs> i can wait I, I walk forward and i hold out the bag from the blacksmith and say um the fine lady named bell down the gave me this for you and i also have gemstones that you ordered oh yes i was wondering when these were going to be arriving thank you so much again for uh bringing these to me it's no trouble at all really uh do i owe you anything i i i, uh, I, I usually do it for free your your delivery boy didn't come uh, worried where he went uh he has been uh he's been he's been ill lately I, I was going to send someone else, but with the preparations for the festival, it's just been extremely busy to find anyone free to go and pick up my delivery for me. So I really appreciate you taking your time to do this. Let me let me give you something. Oh, it's no trouble, really. Um, she pulls from a shelf uh, a small carved um, wooden elephant. Uh, and it is, um, it's made out of this, like, dark brown wood, and it's been stained, so it's got a, a glossy sheen to it, um, and it has, uh, some kind of small silver glittering stone for eyes, uh, and she hands it to you, and she says, um, uh, I've been making a lot of elephants lately, so, um. You can you can have this one. This is so beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm glad thank that you, you like it. And may I ask why elephants specifically? Oh, um uh it's just that time of year. Much. <laughs> <laughs> um my my son really liked elephants. Just so. Mm. And um, this is the time of the year where I always think about him. 
So I hope you will take this as a token of my gratitude. I will, absolutely. And what about you, young lady? What can I help you with? Um, before I do that really quick, I just want to say that I talked with Noah a little bit about this. If it's okay to like insert just a little bit of mm. character thinking here. Sure. Um, yeah, she, Bruma this whole time is like, for one thing, been sitting kind of by the door, just like, okay, keep your hands still. You don't need to fidget. You're okay. You're okay. But also just like watching Aja very curiously because she doesn't, she's not really met many orcs or half orcs and some of what she's heard is kind of warped because we've talked about like right. she lives kind of in a rural area and a lot of what she a lot of the stories she heard were kind of secondhand and that kind of thing mm. so like there's this it's not necessarily she's decided like oh half orcs are bad but like she's heard all these things mm -hmm. and she's kind of watching like to see if it's like how much of it might be true yeah. and she's like very mm -hmm. interested in like this very gentle soft-spoken person who's yes. just like being so kind and everything so she's like thinking that's interesting so that's like where her headspace is during this whole time okay cool that's good to know because um i will say that that is um a definite factor in this universe i mm -hmm. you know i uh i try as much as i can to keep racism out of my fantasy world because it exists so much in my real world right um, yes but i will say that um half orcs specifically have a um, reputation for, for being very violent um, right exactly which that's like in the D&D &D canon um, and yeah same, that's what I was looking at earlier right and same with like dragonborn and tieflings tieflings are literally half demon people um, mm -hmm. so that is a thing and then dragonborns uh, are uh, more rare just because you know they're half dragon half people right that doesn't happen as yeah. often um, especially mm -hmm. since uh, in the universe I'm kind of building, dragons aren't as common of an occurrence anyway. They're kind of like an endangered species. Mm. Right. Um, so meeting a dragonborn is like really super rare. If I may okay. say, me and Fu were also talking about this. Uh, Aja had never seen a halfling before. Hmm. <laughs> they keep glancing. <laughs> Aja is, keeps glancing at um bruma just like super curious you know i think uh i think all this glancing and like looking i think Zelda kind of picks up on what's going on and that she's like <laughs> she's like oh uh, uh do you two do you two know each other oh uh no no i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, ignore me <laughs> i was i was i don't know oh no you don't you don't have to be sorry that's what the festival is for it's a chance to to meet new people and make new friends and and have some some good times right right thank you uh what can i help you with my dear oh uh, well i i actually met your um i met your very lovely husband um out, outside not too long ago and i um i asked if there was anywhere i could help out and he said you might need some help i i don't know a whole lot about woodworking i of course knew he someone did. of course he did but... he's my husband is so very sweet he just hates to see me lock myself up alone in here even though he knows that's what i like to do best <laughs> right I, I mean i i can definitely leave if you'd rather me do that no of course not if you would like to help i have some things here uh, i have uh, some train cars that need to be painted are you good any good with painting i i can do that 
Wonderful. Um, uh, and there's some uh, some candle holders that could be painted as well. Those we are going to put around the um, the shrine on the edge of town for uh, the big candlelight service tonight. Okay. <coughs> so both of those things would be much appreciated. Okay. Um, I, I guess... Yeah, I guess if you really need those candle holders for tonight, I could go ahead and start on those. Yeah, that would be that would be wonderful. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um. So, I want both of you to make perception checks. Okay. Um, I got a sixteen, and then I have a um, proficiency for that, so that's twenty. Wow. Good. Okay. Nice. Um, hold on. This is a good D20. I like it. It's because you it's a I got 20. 20 for both of you. Wow. Did you get a natural 20, Noah? No, I got one with uh, my perception bonus. Okay. <laughs> wow. You guys, it's, it's, uh, Fu, it's because you charged your dice with good vibes. I did a lot of things to those dice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So with 20s. Um, you guys are looking around at the woodworking and the carpentry work in this room, um, and it is, in all of your time of traveling and, and uh, living in this world, it is some of the most beautiful and exquisite work you have ever seen. Uh, this woman is extremely good at her craft. She knows what she's doing. Um, and, you know, she very often, it looks like she makes a lot of toys. That's kind of, like, her specialty. That's what she does. She um really loves children um and she loves making things for them and doing things for kids um but like you see other things too there's like carvings and engravings and like wood burnings and um just she's really really freaking good at her job um the other right. another thing about her her um carving is that she has a very distinct style and like if you were to like you could you could identify it if you saw it like hanging in someone's home you know you could be like oh hey i i know who made that it looks like something Zelda made and it, it would be hers probably mm -hmm. so there's that too okay uh so uh selda aja uh, uh, sorry aja selda turns to you and she says um you know uh this uh my lovely friend here i don't think that you've introduced yourself to me yet actually oh me mm -mm. Bruma, did you tell Zelda your name? No, I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, darling. What, what did you say your name was? Uh, uh, right, sorry. I, I'm Bruma. Oh, yes, of course. Um, Bruma, uh, Aja, my lovely friend Bruma here is going to stay and paint. Would you like to stay and paint as well? Um, I don't have to get back to the grasslands for a while, so I guess so. All right, uh, here, and she, she hands both of you brushes, and she gives you some silvery paint, um, and uh, she sets you to work. All right. And um, she gives you a couple <laughs> other colors, too, and she says, uh, feel free to make them your own. This is uh, a chance for you to be creative and do whatever you your heart desires. Okay, th thank you. <laughs> All righty. Um, so, um... Sock, I'm going to skip you for two and a half seconds. All right, no um, problem. Because we're going to, I'm setting it up so that everybody's going to, all four of you are going to meet up at the uh, shrine. So I don't have to keep the party split because it's very 
splitting parties is not fun for dms so um <laughs> we're everywhere <laughs> yeah so laz uh you <laughs> um you head to the inn and uh when you uh when you get there you you walk in and uh, there's a couple people sitting in like like a common area there's like a fireplace that's going and because um, it's the time is kind of like it's like approaching fall so it's that like pre sweater wet sweater weather where it's like there's a nice breeze outside but it's not like super cold um so there's a, there's a fire going uh and there's you know some couches and some chairs and uh there's a bar you know there's like tables and uh kind of like a, a dining area um and then there's a big staircase that goes upstairs um assume uh, as you you assume that it leads to like you know the rooms um and there's a a desk with a, a bunch of keys hanging on the back wall behind it uh, and then there's a big set of um, double doors. Uh, and from behind the double doors, you hear lots of banging and clattering and someone going, Rrr! and, you know, just sounds of, of a general uh, <laughs> uh, frustration and such. Um, and so you... Uh, yeah, so uh, at the desk there is... Uh, a young lady, um, a young uh, elven woman, um, she, as young as as far as elves go, I suppose, um, and uh, she's got long red hair, and uh, she's kind of just sitting there, like bored and chewing on the end of a pencil, and like there's a there's a notebook open in front of her that she, every once in a while she scribbles something down in it, and she's kind of daydreaming and twirling her hair like i have to admit that walking into an inn that sounds this cozy i'm gonna have to say that it takes like most of carnelian's willpower not to just sit down and start playing her lute <laughs> <laughs> oh don't worry there will be time for that later uh -huh. um so i'm going to assume that she doesn't immediately head toward the sound of grumpy people so she definitely approaches the uh, lady at the desk. Sure. Um, as you approach her, she like breaks her daydream and uh, she says, Oh, hello. Welcome to the Pixie Place Inn. How can I help you? Uh, hi, uh, my name is Carnelian. Um, I just talked with the mayor and, uh, you know, I asked him if anyone needed help and he recommended I perhaps come here to see about assisting the chef and right as you say that there's a huge crash behind those double doors and she kind of like looks like that <laughs> and uh she looks back at you and she's like yeah he uh he usually needs some help um you can just go on back, especially since you say the mayor sent you. I, You just go ahead and go back there and help Chef Russ. He needs all the help he can get. Alrighty, thank you. And she like does double fingers, or double gun fingers, that one. <laughs> and just walks off through the double doors. And it's like, are they saloon style doors? 
well, not saloon style, but yeah, are they yeah, the yeah. swinging doors? They're like swing. They're like doors that swing both ways. Okay, so I imagine that uh, she just kind of slowly pushes one to open, and it's just like um, Chef Russ. Uh, so as you say that, you see this big, um, portly dwarven man, uh, and he has he has a bright red beard. Uh, and he turns around to you and you look at him and his, his whole beard is full of flour and like his apron and his front is just covered with flour. Uh, and he like, he like pats at his beard and it like puffs. Like when you, um, when you hit eraser, chalk erasers together. Um, I have had this happen to me before. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> so you know exactly what I'm talking about. He waddles over to you and he says, Yes, hello. I'm Chef Russ. Who? What are you doing here in the kitchen? Uh, hi, Chef Russ. My name is Cornelian, and the mayor uh, advised that I come to us. So, I'm at your disposal. Oh, the mayor sent you. Well, you must be good help then. I um, I'm having a little trouble finding what I'm looking for. Uh, all right. Uh, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for the vanilla to put in the these this cupcake batter. It's like a little, it's a it's a green bottle with a cork in it. But every green bottle I open doesn't smell like vanilla. It smells like something else. All right. Uh, where are the extracts kept? Uh, there's a shelf over here and he leads you over to a shelf full of bottles um and uh as, <laughs> as you guys are uh, as he leads you over to the shelf um behind you um so imagine this this is like um it's like the kitchen of a restaurant um where there's like you know shelves with lots of ingredients on them and then there's like you know ovens and stoves and stuff and then there are shelves with dishes that they put food on um so behind you on the other side of the yeah. room are uh is the shelves with like dishes on it and as you're starting to look at through these bottles to try to find what he's looking for um several glasses come flying off of the shelf and fall and crash on the floor oh and he he turns around and he goes who did that? Was that... Is that... Is my shelf broken again? <laughs> I'm just gonna assume it's a ghost. Um... Uh, he... So he waddles over there to, um... To, uh... Ex investigate the, uh... The dishes breaking, and you go back. So, um... Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Okay, let's see. I've got a plus three to perception. I make an eleven. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's enough. So you find um, a bottle. Uh, it's a it's a green bottle, and it has a, a label on it that says vanilla. Uh, and it seems it seems like it's vanilla. You don't see anything wrong with it. You're pretty sure it's vanilla. It says vanilla on it, so it must be. Uh, I just uh, you know, I just call out. Uh, I found the vanilla. Oh, perfect. Uh, and as he turns around to come back to you. He shouts, ah! and he looks and there where there used to be a plate full of cookies. Now all of the cookies are gone. And uh, <laughs> he, did you eat my sweets? 
I did not. I I swear, I was busy looking for the vanilla. So you didn't eat a. So if you didn't eat a whole plate of cookies, and I didn't eat a whole plate of cookies, then who ate? And as he's saying that, uh, four creatures uh, appear from underneath the counter, and uh, run up to you, and they they they're just like scampering back and forth all over the floor, trying to find a way out, like cockroaches. If you turn the light on. Oh, look at you little guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these guys uh, do not look fun. Uh, let me see. Do I have a description of them somewhere? They are ugly little mofos. <gasps> That's not nice. Well, they are. I mean, really, this was like one of the two worst characters to spring an ugly creature on. Because I'm pretty sure both Carnelian and Brumor were like, oh, it's so cute! As it's like trying to bite their hand off. Yeah, no. Um, so, yes. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, roll for initiative. So what you're going to do is you're going to oh, roll okay. your um, roll your d20. Yeah, that's that is a 13. Okay, great. Uh, did you add your initiative bonus? Oh, right, 15. Okay, good. One of the Pugwumpies is going to go uh, go first. That's what they are, they're Pugwumpies. Uh, uh, actually, I mean, you, you're a nature person, so you probably recognize them. Um... Actually, I don't know if you would. Go ahead and roll a nature check for me. Okay, so that is plus four, uh, 22. Yeah, so you definitely know what these things are. Um, but the thing I know the hell out of the Pugwumpy. Yeah, you know the hell out of a Pugwumpy. But the only thing about the Pugwumpy is that they're supposed to be child stories. Um, as far as you know, they aren't real. And so the fact that there are not just one, but four of them in the room with you is... I don't know how your character feels about that, but it's a little shocking. I'm pretty sure the first thing out of her mouth is, Son, we got Pugwumpies! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so the first one is gonna <laughs> skitter around your feet uh, and try to uh, knock you over and trip you because you are very short and very small. Um... So, what's your armor class? Uh, 13. Yep, so that's not going to do it. So, uh, they try to, like, knock you over, and uh, but you, you keep your balance, uh, and you do, you do a good job of staying upright. And the second one is going gonna, is gonna to take its little teeth to your leg. And that one doesn't do it either, because it only rolled an 11. All right, so now it's your turn, so you can do what you want to do. <laughs> I mean, I kind of don't want to really hurt mythical creatures that I just found. Um, <laughs> it's a party full of hippies. See. Um, <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to... Well, there are four of them, I guess. And they are actually kind of trying to eat me. But... 
uh, what happens? Like, could I get to the door and see if they would skip? Um, make a perception check. Twelve. Um, there is a back door leading outside, hey. rather than into the lobby with all the people in it. <laughs> if I absolutely go for that door. Okay. So you run for the door and you uh, you push it open. It's unlocked. It's there's no issue. Um, yes. And uh, <laughs> the two uh, the two pug that were um, running around your feet and were biting at you, kind of they run after you and they nip at your heels as they run out the door. Um, but the other two are um, they're actually going after the um, the chef. And they're kind of like scrambling up and down him. And he at this point has picked up a broom and he's like trying to swat at them. And in the process is like just breaking every dish um, and just like <laughs> knocking things everywhere. Um, and so you still uh, have a turn if you have some stuff you want to do. You can still make an action. You haven't really attacked anything yet. Or cast a spell or you just, um... you just moved. Yeah, um, I'd be a little afraid to, like, my first instinct was to go and try to grab one of the, uh, the yeah, the, uh, I, I forgot what they're called, Pugwudgie? Uh, Pugwompy. Pugwompy, right. Um, yeah, I, uh. I guess I kind of want to try grabbing one if I could substitute that for an attack. Um, sure, that can be your action. You want to capture one? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, we're gonna roll a strength contest. So basically, what you're gonna do is you're gonna roll um and roll a d20 and add your strength saving throw, <coughs> and I will do the same, and then whoever wins is the winner. Whoever wins is the winner. Okay. I got a 10. Okay. <laughs> well, strength is not their strong suit. mine. Uh, I rolled a 5, so you catch it. Um, and what do you do with it now that you have it in your hands? <laughs> you just have a thing now. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Um... Yeah, I just kind of want to stare at it a little bit and try to figure out what the hell because it's a a pumble bus, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're just looking at it and uh, you've got him now and so he's going to take go for your hand. He's going to try to bite you. That's fair. Uh, that's an 18. So he, he gets a big ol' heart on your hand and he only does two damage so you're good okay so I am down to seven <laughs> uh, and so do you do you I'm assuming you let go when he bites you yeah so uh, you let yeah, go Cornelian and... realizes that that's probably not great to do yeah, you, you let go when he takes a big old hunk of chunk out of your hand and uh, he, the little 
pug pug wompy runs out the door and now there is only one left uh and that one is still going after the chef uh so that one um is gonna try to nip at the chef's heels and the chef doesn't have stats so we're just gonna say that definitely hits uh, so yeah, he he bites the chef, and the chef howls. Oh, little buggers! What even are these things? Uh, and Did you not hear me? I said, "Son, we got pugwompies." What? What the heck is a pugwompy? It's a sort of a fake creature. Well, they're <laughs> evil. Get rid of it. And now it's your turn again. Okay. Um, how large is this pugwompy? They're tiny. Like, they're small. Bigger than a bread box. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, about the size of a small dog. Or a cat. Like, pug-sized. I had been hatching a bit of a plan that was like... Uh, I was going to look around and see if I could find... Like, uh, the cloche that you use to cover, like, dishes when you bring them out. Mm. If there was one of those large enough, I'd absolutely try to throw that on top of it and just sit on it. It they the pugwompies look like Dobby, but if Dobby had more of a pug dog face, does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Are you still trying to? So you really want to catch this thing, like to have it? Like, I mean, I want somebody else who actually wears their glasses to look at this. So that I'm not just looking like a crazy person when I break into the next room. And I'm like, there's pug wumpies. Sure. Um, so you find, uh, make a perception check. That's a 20. All right. So you find a, um, a, a big like dish towel that looks like it'll be big enough to, um, it's not really a dish towel. It's more like a tablecloth. It's a big, big, big piece of fabric. Uh, and you, it looks big enough to you could scoop this thing up and kind of wrap it, swaddle it. Um, so make a uh, just uh, roll your d twenty and add your dex modifier. Ten. Yeah, that's not gonna do it, my boy. Um, so uh, he uh, he escapes you and runs out the door. Fair enough. You uh, you lost all the pugwompy and uh, the. The guy, the chef is like, what? I can't. What just happened? Ghosts. Spooks. These children. These children. Why? These. Um, some little gremlin children must have broken in here and stolen all my cookies. Honey, that was a pug, Wumpy. What? That was for pug. We got pug, Wumpy. What is a pug, Wumpy? You are talking in tongues, you crazy person. Go on, get. I don't need your help. Get out of here. Thank you for finding the vanilla. You're welcome, but also I, you know, stumbled into your face ceremony, so I wouldn't be that surprised. But okay, bye. <laughs> uh, all right, and so um, just to kind of tie us up here, um, uh, Carnelian, as you exit the front of the inn. Uh, I guess the back. Uh, which door are you going out of? Yeah, I'd go out the back, see if I could spot the Pugwumpies. Perfect. So as you go out the back after the Pugwumpie, um, you actually um, 
you you see them, but nobody else seems to see them, and they're scuttering off uh, into the woods to the east, um, towards the shrine. I absolutely run after them. So. Yep. Uh, cool. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say that um, Aja and uh, Bruma, Bruma, you guys finished yeah. up with your uh, your painting, and you are now uh, bringing your candlesticks to the shrine. So uh, all four of you are kind of making your way there, and um, that's where we're gonna stop for right now. Okay. Um, because Noah has to has to head out, but I think. That was pretty good for day one. Uh, there was a there was like a yeah. there was a plot thing I was hoping we would get to. Uh, if we had thirty more minutes, we probably would. I, it's my fault that we started late, so I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, but I hope that was fun. Sock, I'm sorry you didn't get to do very much. It's okay. I was really nervous, so I'm, a, I'm a literally took up my time to think about stuff. <laughs> All right, good. Um, so uh, yes, this was fun. Did you guys have a good time? Yes. yes. <laughs> I know. I know. Immediately after this, me and Fu are going to be writing like, <laughs> back background, like what we were talking about the entire time we were painting. Can we do that? Yeah, totally. You guys can have your, like, backstory of all the... I mean, like, if you want to say that you got to know each other, that's totally fine. I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay, We're going to be writing something really funny. Yeah, like, you know, you guys can... You know, if there's ever a moment where that happens, where, like, you know, you want to, like, make up a backstory of something that happened while the camera wasn't looking at you, like, that's totally okay. Awesome. I have no problem with that at all. I... Cool. Flesh out this world, you know? Yeah. Alright, <laughs> kiddos. Uh so I guess this we did it. D and D one oh one. Baby D and D. I haven't really come up with a name for this yet. I'm not really sure what I should call it. Uh bunch of dirty hippies. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I hate Fantasy Road Trip. <laughs> yeah fantasy woodstock i hate calling you guys like D D babies or like beginners because you are but you're not babies you're full-grown human being people that's what you think <laughs> arguable oh, while you were finding the pugwumps in the kitchen i was very amused muted myself i was laughing very hard <laughs> You should have just let it rip, man. Dude. Good. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed my, my slapstick comedy fight. <laughs> that I put to the immortal words, son, we got pug poppies. <laughs> I opened three different letters. I completely thought I was going to get with the broom. Can I be the name for this arc? Sure. We got pug poppies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you nerds. So we, we, gotta we, gotta we must release him. <laughs>